All right, Daniel, let's hear it. I know you just saw the new Star Wars trailer, and our November intro has to be about it. So let's get it over with and make it quick, because I need to tell you what I think about the Fantastic Four being introduced in the MCU. Hey. Why is it so swampy in here? Jeez, who's your interior decorator, Shrek? <laughs> Donkey! Quiet down, Greg! I'm dying, and I need to tell you something! What do you have to tell me? I'm dying! Okay, I see you're not handling this well. We all process grief differently. I need words from you, okay? You're no good to me, dead. Very good, but can I hear that as Greg? Okay, who am I speaking with? Jabba the Wookiee. Okay, you feel better now? No. It's okay. I'm proud of you for handling this like an adult and a handful of aliens. Is this why you look like a puppet for the last few days? I'm an officially licensed name brand Jim Henson Muppet Greg. I didn't study at Juilliard to have you call me a puppet. But why has death come for you today, Puppet Daniel? Muppet! You- Ooh! This is my death day. I'm not letting him ruin it. I saw the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, and since this is definitely the last movie they'll ever make of the most profitable storyline ever created, there's nothing left for me to live for. <coughs> but what'll I do? To you- I leave what I tell the IRS is my only possession, my tri-trilogy truck set of Star Wars DVDs, including the new one that I acted out myself in the backyard on Saturday. Daniel, I don't know what to say. I know how much these mean to you. These DVDs will hold your legacy. I guess this is goodbye. I don't know what I'm going to do with you gone. Nobody's ever really gone. And for me, quite literally, I'll be coming back as a force ghost. Me and my friends, Alec Guinness, Hayden Christensen, and the voice of Frank Oz. Don't leave, I'm not ready. There aren't enough of these movies to get me through the rest of my life. No. There is another. Two trilogies coming soon. I'm dying now, in the most PG way possible. But remember, start with episode four, then five. Then go to one, but you're one too fast forward through most of it because it is trash. <laughs> I don't watch this crap. Now I could finally do what he always said he would only do over his dead body. Watch Ant-Man with me. Scoot over, Skeletor. It's time to get small. And then later... Pretty big. There, have some popcorn. Having trouble chewing, are you? Let me cut your jaw for you. What's that? You want to wear Ant-Man pajamas while you're watching Ant-Man? Huh. Well, all right. Let's get these corduroys off you. Hmm, the jammies don't fit. Better leave them around your ankles. Dignity's for the living. Hope you don't mind. I invited all the girls you've ever had a crush on and your middle school bully, Matt Zombo. Could you believe it? They're all married to each other. Bound together forever by their hatred of you and their deep Mormon faith. Yep, this is what respecting a dead body is all about. Sorry it took so long for me to come back as a Force ghost. I had to show two proofs of Force residence at the Force DMV before I could get my Force ghost license and- Greg! Are you eating popcorn in my bed with the many wives of Matt Zombo? This is great. Sure glad Daniel isn't around for this. Wow, he got really small, huh, everybody? Greg! Why can't he hear me? Oh yeah, I'm on six months Force Force probation. Come on, Hayden Christensen. Let's go play in the Force Sandbox. I don't like sand.
Welcome to a new episode of Alley Meekly, the podcast that will have you saying fun and informative, but never funny and smart. <laughs> we can't be both. You can't be fun and funny. Uh, hey. Hi. You know what my name is? What? Daniel freaking Zaffron. How do you spell something like that? <laughs> D-A-N-I-L-M-O-U-S-E. What's your name? My name's Greg Gonzalez. That's I want people to know. Yeah, and I talked over your name. You did. What's your name again? My name's Greg Gonzalez. <laughs> That's alliterative. <laughs> I want people to to know our names. Like the beginning of Cheers. You want to walk into a Cheers and people like... I don't want everybody to know my <laughs> name. I want our listeners, which is, you know, they're a fun and informative group, but they're, they're not... But they're very smart smart or funny. <laughs> They're not very vocal or supportive, but they are fun and informative. And what better way to start an episode for our meeklings? Made possible by Mufu. our meeklings. Wait. Mufu? Made, no. Oh, I Mumu. see what you're doing. Mumu. Mumu. Made meeklings. No, Mu. Say, say it out loud. Right? Made for meeklings well, by great. meeklings. Okay, that's MFM. That's another podcast. <laughs> BM is more like what we do. Every time. Oh, you know what we are is at MFM BM. Nothing has ever been more accurate about this. <laughs> Everything I say ends up being an acronym for. My favorite murder. Uh, for plugging a better podcast <laughs> and also putting ours down in the same breath. I don't know how I do it. So, what is it? It's November. Yes. So, well, let's talk about what we did in October. The, okay, you go first. I want to talk about something that was festive for the season. I always, Every single year that we do this, that I've been liking haunted mazes, yeah, I want to talk about, like, you should go see these mazes. <laughs> and I always think, well... It's November 1st. They can't. Yeah. Maybe they'll listen for next year. And you don't. can't do it for the October episode because it's too early. Yeah. So it's you're, too soon. You're in a cons- People are going to start having to have haunted mazes in September. <laughs> That's my solution. But my thing that you can do year round, Halloween Town. Yep. I went there recently. I found my space bubble helmet. I'm so happy. Was it listed as a space bubble helmet or was it just like two I think it was of- space bubble helmet. You <laughs> batten down the Space is trademark so they can't. Yeah, exactly. Outer limits. Outer atmosphere helmet. <laughs> Outer atmosphere headgear. <laughs> What's the acronym of that? Oh. WTF. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Halloween Town is such a good... Because I went there in, early on in the month yeah. and it really gets you in the mm-hmm. mood. Like this is this is the feeling I, I love yeah. in October. Just spooky music playing, dark lighting, yeah. you know, a bayou porch in the middle <laughs> of the room. And then you go inside the bayou porch and it's just playing Haunted Mansion like, 24-7. It, the outside is Pirates of the Caribbean, the inside is Haunted Mansion, <laughs> which is all I want. <laughs> My seven-year-old nephew's favorite store is Halloween Town. And I've been there. I ran into him before with, with his parents. It might... I mean... It might be your 31-year-old friend's favorite store, too. <laughs> it really is a great place. The costume shop is fine, but like the it's trinkets the store, and yeah. stuff, yeah, that is such a, it's very comfortable. It it's is a very, very comforting experience. Yeah. And really cool things and really cool gifts for yeah. people. It's a really round. well-packed store, too. Like, it's just got so much little things in it that mm-hmm. I always like, I you know, I come in, I stare at the shirts forever. I want all the shirts, all the new shirts I want, and I leave with a $13 pin. It, like, what happened? I, <laughs> I feel again. uncomfortable looking at the shirts because you have to kind of stand by the the counter yeah. and I, they just like what do you want I, I, I'm just looking. I'm just looking, man. I'm just looking. Hey, 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 hey no problems here, man. It's I'm not a here. crime. <laughs> here I go. And they always have movies playing on the TV above oh, yeah. the door. And yeah. I, I always try to do a thing where I try to hear it a little bit before I turn around and see what it is. And most of the time, I've been right. I'm not a fan of the film Poltergeist, but I. <laughs> what the hell's happening <laughs> here? This has been building up for five minutes already. When the artist is talking, the vessel. You don't interrupt it. Anyways. Um, Poltergeist. <laughs> Poltergeist was playing, and I usually, I don't like Poltergeist, but I stood there for maybe eight minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a whole middle part that I don't hate. That's pretty, I should watch yeah, those eight minutes. We again. were comparing what movies were playing when we both went there, and of course mine was Back to the Future That's for some right. reason. The scariest movie I've ever seen. I love going to the costume shop comparatively, because you can go in like April and nobody's there. There's no reason why that shop's open. And then I went like, <laughs> oh what, my God. last week, and it was cr- like on my lunch break. Well, remember one year we went, because yeah. Melissa needed a wig or something. Yeah, and we, we went like need- two days before 
before Halloween. Oh my god, it was yeah. insane. Everyone you've ever yeah, seen in your everyone's... life is there. There's so many <laughs> and they need those models. Yeah, I need a ring that also looks like a finger. <laughs> and they're like, well, we have a glove. They're so understaffed. It's funny. <laughs> just being there when it's it's just full of people and they're all trying on costumes and there's little kids running around and stuff. Yeah. I love that kind of. Well, I haven't had any fun this October and it's almost over. And every October is just sad because I get so busy with other stuff. This year, I'll tell you, went to Archives Bazaar again and it was great. I love being around all those people. It was, I think, the 100th year of the Union Station being the thing. Oh, yeah. I saw so they had, like, the a cake big, that the, you ate. Yeah, let them eat cake and I did. And <laughs> Don't let him eat cake. <laughs> I haven't been in like the last two years, but three years ago or something, we were sort of a part of it. Yeah. And it was fun to just go around and have everyone think we were LA Weekly. Yeah. Seeing the excited faces of them thinking we were for LA Weekly and then they getting disappointed. Yeah. But now, if if you wear Ali Weekly there, you're not going to be very popular. Well, you sell marijuana? What do you sell? Massages? That's all that Ali Weekly is good for now. I like getting free things from Yeah, a lot booths. of good free stuff. I love getting... I'm not so much in this for the history. <laughs> free Milky Ways is yeah, what free, I'm in this free for. Free mouse pads. Maybe next year I'll tell everybody what table I'm at and you can come visit me. I've checked out this year. You were working the thing. Yeah, I worked it. Because they wouldn't give us a, our own booth because we don't have an archive. Yeah, uh, You should look on Tumblr. Yeah. And... <laughs> There's a couple of places now that I'm like, you know, you're just a publication when you have a thing. But Well, look, we'll take them down from the inside. <laughs> We'll write a book and it'll eat all the other books. A book that eats books. The king of the place is Nathan Masters. Can you hear me roll my eyes? Fans, I'm not going to say how I feel about him, but did you hear me roll my eyes right now? Anyways, good job on your Emmy for Lost LA on your thing about Yosemite. Sorry. Call yourself Lost California. CA. Put a little curve on that L. Yeah, change sir. the font and you can just put a bar. <laughs> I mean, when I get a $50 haircut like Nathan Masters, maybe they'll like me. I have no hair. That's a joke there. I'm uh, going to ask you a question. Since this yeah. whole episode is based around listener questions, I wrote a question for you, host to host, other than Halloween, what's your favorite holiday to celebrate in LA? To celebrate in LA? Well, not necessarily to celebrate, like the atmosphere of a holiday, because each holiday has yeah, its Diwali. Own. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Veterans Day, obviously. It's like <laughs> a really I love sad this version country. of. Hang on, I got him. Salute. <laughs> 47 times one for every state that's an actual patriotic state <laughs> take out california <laughs> veterans day it's just a really sad fourth of july yeah. is that your answer because i made it up no no no. It, okay. yeah no yeah of course veterans day is my favorite holiday so i just love driving down main street and seeing all those flags yeah you mean like in terms of things happening in town well each holiday has its own feel for sure like not like the big ones mm -hmm. do and i know that you're like you know mr halloween or whatever although that crown used to belong uh, to me the pumpkin now, king yeah <laughs> My favorite holiday, other than Halloween, is probably Thanksgiving. Okay. But it's, uh, you don't drive around town and it's like, look at all these turkey flags. It, that's not the feel, if that's what you're asking. But in like, LA. Tur like Turkey Day, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving, ha like the day has its own weird thing of like people carrying plates in and out of cars yeah. and going to different houses. And yeah, there's like an Auburn look true. to everything. And the day after Thanksgiving also has a feel of everybody doing squats on the street trying <laughs> to work up. Or the morning. The, the morning. Black Friday is like. Like satanic Christmas. I don't think there's a feel to Thanksgiving in Los Angeles, but there is sort of a Christmas feel, less yeah. so because it's not that cold and it doesn't yeah. snow or anything. But I do like driving around and seeing the lights and listening listening to the sounds of Frank Sinatra and Bob Hope. Knowing not that Bob Hope sad. and Crosby. Well, Bob Hope was probably Christmassy a little bit. It cost him too much money. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why there's no lights. Because I know that you're Jewish, but you like Christmas. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. No accusations here. Whoa. But you like Christmas. I want people to still think I'm Catholic, <laughs> a good Catholic boy. Yeah, I love the the Christmas spirit because I, you you have a bit of a problem with it because your nose is too close to the canvas. I don't yeah. have the drama and sadness 
associated with certain Christmases. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's all fun and games till Santa breaks his leg <laughs> on the roof and it turns out that's not Santa, that's Melissa's dad. <laughs> I gotta help this guy. I can't I just watch this mythical creature. I can't, I can't be indifferent like if it was Santa Claus. I gotta really step into gear here. Let the elves take care of it, I'd always say. <laughs> I'm not sure what his insurance plan is and if he's okay with me calling an ambulance because that's a $1,500 car ride and I don't want to just go ahead and make that decision. <laughs> I do like the feel of Christmas around town and the there are things to do and the displays like even in Costco they already like at the yeah. beginning of October they had Christmas stuff and Halloween stuff and when I went down the uh, Christmas aisle it was like I, I like this but I don't want it. Yeah, I felt like I'm Jack Skellington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's this? <laughs> what's this price? What's this price? I liked it but I didn't want it to take away from Halloween because I do yeah. also really like that. Yeah, Christmas should stay in knows. December exactly. is what I've always said. Exactly. I don't like walls up in countries but I like walls as far as months. Huh? How about that? You like that? Like, 4th of July has a certain feel, too, of, like, who knows what's going to be on fire by the end of the night. Like, there's a... there's a. <laughs> oh, my oh, favorite holiday is wildfire night. It's it. There is a insanity to 4th of July that I really enjoy. And then everyone's just wiping flags, pretending like they don't have a problem with this country. It's pretty funny. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, Daniel's been outed as Jewish, and Greg has been outed as a communist tonight. <laughs> Interesting. What's the difference? Am I right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, we did it again. I'm trying oh, no. to fit back in as a goy. <laughs> I mean, a I mean, regular, a, a, reg, a, a cis guy. religion person. <laughs> so you're saying 4th of July? Probably mine. Interesting. You are a patriot. Well, it's enough of us talking, you know, yeah. saying, what's your what's your favorite? Well, what's, your, mm, what's, what's the favorite time you looked into my eyes? <laughs> Let's explain the concept of this episode. We've been asking for it for months. And yeah, if you're surprised by this point, you're not a fan. And that's great. That's yeah. fine. You're a November fan, which we have those <laughs> because they love hearing the Star Wars intros. But the concept for this episode was that in April, don't talk over that, in, in April, we got an email from someone named Jared Kolka, who's a listener, and he sent us a listener question, but I thought, hmm, I'm going to be busy in October when we're recording this episode. It's a good question yeah. that we can dig into and have people involved in. Yeah. And also, I'm busy. But, but we- also... I don't have an answer for this. <laughs> I had right all now. month to answer two questions and I couldn't even do that. Does Jared know that you're turning a whole episode into his question? I was Did wondering. Did you ever like, answer I, like, I mean, hey, tune, tune in? He listened to us, so I'm assuming, like I, I had responded like, I think maybe we'll try to make this into a thing, yeah. but I, I mean, maybe we owe him money. <laughs> Oof, boy. Oh, Actually, it wasn't by Jared Kolka. I asked this question. <laughs> it was by me, copyright. We own the IP for this episode. What's, How do you anagram IP? <laughs> I don't know. I urinate. Investigative, investigative paranormal. Oh, no, that's another one. The question he asked us was, what do you like most about Angelinos? And the second question was, what should someone not from here be aware of to make their stay as agreeable as possible? So we've been asking for a like three months now for people to send in things and we got some Mm -hmm. by golly you did it a call to action we pressed the sos beacon the titanic sank but a few people eventually were saved yeah they rode the corpses of other people um (laughs) you can do anything if you give people three months notice let that be a lesson to you (laughs) you can do anything you put three months notice to (laughs) first we'll do our answers let's start with the first question okay well i kind of asked myself a different question because i i was reading other people's answers and i was afraid of taking their answers yeah you know what i mean because yeah. I had been reading. I'm like, oh, that's what I think too. But like, was it, was I thinking that beforehand? So I asked myself a different question, which is when does a transplant become an Angelino? Okay. Like when does that officially, and I wrote a list of things. Compared to this, for oh, this boy, one. Yeah. When they decide a sports team they like in LA. Huh. When they're like, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. I like whatever Philadelphia team is. But also these Dodgers. I like the Sparks. I like, but I got a Clippers hat and I go to Clippers games and uh-huh. I, I check up on the Clippers or I watch the Dodgers. I've been going to Dodger games. Like when you start rooting for our teams, I think that's a little push in the direction. Knowing what freeways and roads get you to what neighborhoods. I think it's a big thing of being an Angelino. I was talking to a bus driver. 
he said he was from Montebello. Oh, you're such a man of the people. Okay, we get it. So we're talking about Montebello, and we're just talking about the freeways that pass by, like, oh, a little closer to the 60 side, you'd think maybe the 710 side. And uh, yeah. So when you become fluent in the... The roads and the because, highways. Because that is and, something... And what, and what will get you where, and what, right. that informs you a little bit about the distance and the placement of all the little well, neighborhoods. that's something that kind of, I've always thought about people from, like, real people from New York. Oh, yeah. Because if you're there and you want to know how to get somewhere, like, people will know, like, every single stop on every single train yeah. where you can transfer to this and do that and do that and how to get there. See, and that's, that's that's like a fluent knowledge of the city. Yeah. And yeah, you're talking about the same thing, but... Yeah. On a on giant a, yeah. scale. <laughs> like an 80 mile scale. On a scale. much less precise scale. <laughs> Let's say you're from another town, you're a transplant, you're here, you've been here for a while, and you have people visiting you, and then you're able to drive people around and give a little bit of history. Okay. I think that makes you a really good Angelino. If yeah. you're like, oh, you know, something, something about Griffith or something, something about MacArthur Park. When you're able to... To parry their scoffs exactly and, well, there's nothing well, here. yeah exactly yeah you know enough to take someone to a landmark and take someone to a spot that you like a lot that isn't this, like a hidden gem or whatever i think that makes you a little more on the side of being an angelino well it is weird because when you hear uh, people like i don't know because like my parents are, are not from here i where they from i don't want to expose my religion once more but they're from brooklyn <laughs> and you know what that means we all know what that means catholics <laughs> Because they've lived here, obviously they've lived here longer than I have, yeah. but I don't consider them Los Angeles people. Why? Because they're... Their hearts in New York? As the song goes, their hearts <laughs> their hearts in New York, their flowers in San Francisco, and whatever else is... Uh, and their exes are in their, Texas. Their exes, <laughs> that's where they are. <laughs> they don't feel like it. Like, it feels like there's something of a disconnect that they're... I mean, maybe this isn't fair, but yeah. there's some people who have lived in Los Angeles longer than I have. Mm -hmm. I've lived here my whole life, give or take some time in France. Oh, um, oh I was going to my Catholic homeland of France and <laughs> I'm 31 years old. I've lived here for pretty much for 31 years. Yeah. But then there's people who are 50 years old and yeah. they've been living here 35 years or 40 years and for some reason I still feel like I know it better like I oh, right. I am more connected but that's not really fair. No, it's not maybe not fair. You're more connected cuz this is everything it, and you grew up here. yeah growing up here is, is a big thing i think maybe that's what kind of can you ever fully be a los angeles person if you didn't grow up here because even when i think about people from new york uh -huh. people who are younger in new york and like they've lived there you know say they're 30 years old and they've lived there 12 years and obviously they know the city as well as they can know it yeah. but they still didn't have your formative years there and it kind of feels like there's there's a wall there yeah. that I feel like can never fully be crossed because you didn't grow up in Los Angeles this case like you didn't grow up knowing that heat of the summer yeah. as a kid and mm -hmm. what a summer night felt like when you were six years old yeah I think the experience is I talk to people who, who have like snowy winters and I've never had that and there's yeah. like there is a disconnect there but I don't know if that makes you is no, your it's heart not in fair. Denver Colorado <laughs> <laughs> that's another song yeah it's not I mean you've got to publicly forsake your hometown if you want to be considered a, I, I mean, a true local do, do you no it's not fair and you shouldn't have to yeah you shouldn't have to and you can it, be proud from where you're from and still function really well as a person from LA yeah because then I also think of I don't know there's people who are like you're not from wherever yeah, 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 yeah. but like do you even appreciate where you're from like you you just have a weird pride and some sort of macho thing about it yeah. but like who cares I have a couple more on this list one thing that makes you a person of Los 
Los Angeles is when you've been inconvenienced by a movie set uh-huh. or a shooting. A rite of passage. I've, ha- I've had my dashes rerouted because they were shooting J. Edgar, the J. Edgar Hoover movie. I'm like, what is this? Because I've had that plenty of times in my life, especially now that Echo Park's more popular. I'm like, I have to go around this entire block because someone's filming a L'Oreal commercial at Echo Park Lake. I think that when the magic of it is gone, you're no longer from another place. You're from here. But I still like seeing movie sets all the time. But when do you get inconvenienced by them? Um, well, you live in the boonies. Hey. The only thing they shoot out there is snuff films. <laughs> the only thing they shoot out there is coyotes. <laughs> Don't they? There's something about being desensitized by the entertainment industry at a certain point that like you're no longer from your small town. You are now officially here because you saw Dave Grohl at the market and you just left him alone. <laughs> you're just like, whatever. Well, I, the, I, guess, I guess I'll never be from here because I will always get excited you when I see Dave Grohl at the out. market. I thought I you saw like you. Kirsten Dunst or something today and it obviously was not Kirsten Dunst and I still got excited. Yeah. Like that lady looks like Kirsten <laughs> I remember I used to have a bank that was on like 6th and Hope in downtown and the entire block was cordoned like this whole area and I had, I was like at a distance I was trying to get to the bank and I couldn't get to it and I was the only bank other than like I, you can go downtown where you live closer or go to Los Feliz and I was like Ugh. so I'm watching them film like is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt and then later we were watching Inception and it was that scene where they're outside oh, wow. the street and I thought huh so this is what they were this is why I couldn't go to the bank and this, it like hit me much later this is later. why my house is being foreclosed on <laughs> hmm worth it the anger carried the inconvenience of that moment carried over to i'm watching a film that i'm supposed to be like involved in i'm like "Mm, okay but you gotta you gotta appreciate the magic of this city (laughs) you gotta love la la land what's next on your on the last one community involvement i think makes you a real person in this city how like volunteering or volunteering right then i'll never be an angelino if someone from outside of town comes here and they (laughs) live in like let's say sherman oaks and they like join the pta and join all these like sherman oaks related things and they're the sherman hoax historical society if they start like getting involved with the community or there's not much there so, like, 1961. <laughs> i think that that makes you more of an a, a person of the city if you're actively trying to get people to know things about your area and stuff that's fair like we've talked about before we felt more connected to the city since we've been doing this yeah the, this sure. which is the ultimate um don't say, com- don't say it don't say the next words what do you think i was gonna say the ultimate community service yeah well i was more gonna say this is the ultimate neighborhood watch <laughs> <laughs> this is the logical next it step it really I'm, isn't <laughs> there's people who are involved with like my elementary school there are people that i haven't seen around my whole life i have a lot of appreciation for people who are not from my neighborhood who are really involved with my elementary school and my neighborhood and trying to like yeah have fundraisers yeah. for the school and stuff like that yeah, like, that's, that's really cool that's another thing like there's no need to be exclusionary with people not from here like well you weren't yeah. raised here but like there's people taking care of your school are you going to take care of your school no, no you're I not, have not. <laughs> i have not my whole life i refuse to yeah. they didn't take care of me <laughs> but yeah like what are we we're not gonna let i don't know yeah, yeah. no i know exactly what you mean like i i have no problem with transplant it sounds like on this podcast i have a lot of problem with transplants i don't like abbott kinney was a transplant <laughs> like all these great men of this ha- city his hair transplants you seem to have a problem with i can't believe that that is recorded i mean i am building a case to quit this podcast and that is <laughs> in that file i dare you to speak up. <laughs> you'll never bring me down <laughs> i'll ruin it i'm too big to fail <laughs> i have no problem with transplants my big thing and we'll again touch on this later with another me. listener question is like people who are transplants and never stop complaining about the city and how it has no history and they exist well, between yeah, two that's more neighborhoods stuff we're gonna get into yeah okay let's start getting into it then well let me answer because i have answers do you have an uh, answer you no, just, I that was, just that went was, rogue completely. I didn't go rogue completely. I just, my answers are like other people's answers. So I'd rather say my own thing first and then attach my opinion to other Here, people's. here. My answer for the first question is what I like most about people is that everyone in LA seems to be very enthusiastic about finding 
things to do all the time. Like every single weekend, new things, trying or seeing something new all the time. And that's because there's so much stuff going on at all. It's a very active city. There's brand new things you could do every single weekend. And I don't know, what I was trying to figure out is if people want to be doing stuff so much because there's so much stuff going on all the time or if there's so much stuff going on all the time because people want to be doing new stuff all the time. That's a good question. I don't know which came first. (laughs) How many LA blogs are like just lists of things that do over the month or the weekend? weekend yeah. or just that day yeah. like we like la which mm-hmm. we've written articles for <laughs> they'll have a thing like 15 free things to do on thursday at three o'clock yeah like there's, <laughs> there's so many things that you can be doing there's enough similar things where you can be satisfied and then there's wildly different things yeah for you like i hate parties at that guy's house and then there's like oh ride oh, this, this hot air balloon yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ride this hot air balloon over that guy's house <laughs> drop whatever you want yeah there's so many different things at all times to be doing that's like with the halloween stuff yeah i don't have enough time to do everything I want to do for Halloween. Yeah. And there's 31 days in the month and there's not enough time. Like yeah. there's houses, there's displays, there's mazes, mm-hmm. there's things at Griffith Park, there's all these shows, there's yeah. interactive plays. Like there's so many things going on. It's a very busy city. Yeah, I like that a lot. And like the city's so big that something happening in Calabasas, something happening right. in San Pedro, something happening in Woodland Hills. It's like everybody has a chance at having a good time somewhere. That's probably my favorite because again with you, like Ooh, my uh, with, that tone. Uh, with you again that's what i meant to say this guy with these questions my initial thought like every thought i have when i'm asked a question about los angeles goes to food and like a lot of the answers we got involve food so i also didn't want to say that but i also love the food (laughs) but we'll get into that but for the second question which is what should someone not from here be aware of to make their stay as agreeable as possible i have an answer for this one too but go ahead well i was thinking about this question because when i first read it i read it as what should you do to not offend people in los angeles but then i realized maybe he meant what can you do to make your trip easier? Yeah. Like more convenient and less of a hassle. Okay. Well, I just assume that everyone is trying not to offend people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you should not offend people when you come and be very respectful of everybody. What's your answer? How would you, how would this? This was one that was tainted by everyone else's answer, but like, Mm. don't try to do too much in one trip. Like really, like try to plan ahead, try to plan the transportation. I feel like all all of the, because mine is also kind of like that. Know where you're going to stay and plan around that, but don't like try to go to the beach and the mountains in one trip because that's not yeah. Happen. Well, we've heard of people being like, I'm going to have lunch in San Pedro, but then there's this thing in Santa Barbara I want to <laughs> see at one o'clock. My thing is kind of a way to get around this. And of course, it comes back to food. Of course. When you're picking a restaurant to eat at in Los Angeles, first decide what type of food you want yeah. and then let that decide what part of the city you're going to go to right. and what restaurant you're going to go to. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy like I always do and you're going to end up with food you didn't want and you're going to be complaining about it for years. And you do. <laughs> so use your food choices as an excuse to go to a new part of town and you can literally pick any food from any country and you can find it, which is the luxury of living and visiting in Los Angeles. Also have a car. Yeah, rent a car. Do not come here planning to take the bus. Like the, no. the rail is a little bit better than a bus, but a little bit better, like yeah. not much. Rent a car. Decapitation is slightly better than being poisoned <laughs> to death. But- I remember Edric had a friend come over. Ed lives in Angelino Heights, which is where they were shooting J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> and Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and his friend was like, we, you know, we went one party in the downtown area and then tomorrow you can take the bus to West Covina and we're like you can't take the bus to West Covina you crazy there's just areas that you on the map you're like 
can't be that far. It's far. Like yeah. on the bus, it's far. Don't try to do it. Take a car. When you're looking at a map and it has the little bar of four centimeters equals five miles, use the ruler. See how many <laughs> miles it is exactly. Try to think it would take this long to do that, plus traffic, <laughs> yeah. plus getting lost because there's so many freeways. Plus getting around the Veterans Day parades. <laughs> Focusing in on what you want. Yeah. Let that dictate everything else. Let the head lead the body. I was telling somebody this the week head. that like if I'm doing something on the west side, then I have to make a whole day of it. I cannot just like yeah. go to the west side for one thing. Like, no, you know, I have to do all the things I want to do on the west side in one day because when am I ever going to pass Fairfax willingly? Like never. When am I going to take the 10 all the way to the end? No, I don't want to do that. Don't uh, make me do that. Uh, well, uh, oh, well, well, my birthday well, party. Well, I would really <laughs> like you to come meet me at the end of the Santa Monica Pier on Friday night. <laughs> Bring no witnesses. Um, let's get into, let's hear from the people. Okay, the common man. Common man and woman. Oh, there's, there's two now. Two answers we got. Uh, first one we have here is from Heather Crawford, who's one of our Australian listeners. Oh, she's cool. she's the one of three, I think, that we've heard from. Mm-hmm. Anything offensive you have to say about Australian? Not at all. No. No, I don't. Don't make me do it. I won't do it. I won't fall for your trap. Uh, This is what she had to say. For the first question, what do you like most about Angelinos? This is what she had to say. Generally, as a bit as as a... Should I do it in Australia? Please don't. I would really You didn't let me finish. Accent. (laughs) You know, a really stupid one. (laughs) Not fair on your part. Generally, as a visitor, I found Angelinos to be really friendly, warm, and welcoming. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And never made fun of my accent. <laughs> and I know it may be slightly off topic, 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 slightly off toffee. They love toffee they in love Australia. Toffee. It's very popular. But I think it's why the city and its people appeal to me so much. During my time in LA, I was so struck with how so many people I interacted with seemed to have originated from somewhere else, but it ultimately called Los Angeles home or that the city had in a way adopted them. So many cities claim to be cultural melting pots, but LA, at least from an outsider's point of view, seemed to be the first city I'd visited that truly embraced this. Yeah. And I think we're talking exactly about that of being gatekeepers of who's it's not fair to be a gatekeeper of who's really from Los Angeles and I I don't think there's I don't know I mean there's all sorts of people we know or don't know just imagine exist that are like yeah yeah I mean doing comedy and meeting people who do comedy and do not like LA and then people who really adopt LA and are still annoying about it (laughs) embracing the city is like obviously a big deal to it's embracing the city but the city also embraces you back because there's so many people embracing the city there's so many people not from here that it doesn't matter where you're from yeah like we're we're used to it yeah so it's more of a it, it's a pretty accepting place and i think about how many quotations fathers of the city were from somewhere else too let's see all of them like who who was a locally born los angeles person that shaped the city yeah you're right nobody i can't think of a single person Mohan was from uh, except where? ireland <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he was from ireland which we shouldn't accept those but <laughs> That's where I draw the line. <laughs> For being a melting pot city, I mean, there's New York City and Los Angeles that really are just a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, there's plenty of diversity in any place yeah. you'll find in the country. But mm-hmm. like, I think we kind of got it right. Here. Yeah, sure. it, it, it melded well. And people are, for the most part, tolerant. Yeah, for, for the that, most part, are very Except tolerant. for those trump lanterns or whatever we were. <laughs> it's funny how in other parts Trumpkins. of the- Trumpkins. is what we're calling them. <laughs> in other parts of the country, the racism is so general. Like, I don't like, you know, Asian people. And in LA, it's like... Isolate that. Uh, <laughs> it, say it in an Australian accent also. <laughs> you could be specific about what branch of Asians you don't like. You're like, that's weird. <laughs> hmm, that's pretty specific. I don't like people from Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, <laughs> it's ignorant, but I'm kind of curious why. <laughs> Just thinking about we, the coexisting we, of different cultures in small areas that you're like, oh, that, that cohesion worked so well. Obviously, the, what? Because it's just people. Uh, I disagree, except for the <laughs> Irish. It was hard to like try to answer that question 
without being so general and being like, mm-hmm. people from LA are more tolerant. Well, not really. Well, people from LA are easygoing. Well, not well, really. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's another answer we got. Like, it's yeah. hard to pin, it's hard to categorize everything in such a diverse city because, <laughs> because we are such a diverse yeah. city. But let's get to the second, okay. her second answer, which you be aware of. Be Australian is her answer. I'm not joking. She says, I'll elaborate a little more on that. I found, and I'm giving my secrets away, if I made my accent a little more Aussie so I wasn't confused for being British, I'd usually be on the receiving end of a great big smile and they'd want to stop and chat, laugh louder at my jokes and not get irritated if I tipped incorrectly. Good hack. Yeah, life hack. (laughs) Be Australian. It is true that uh, I think Australian people kind of get a pass anywhere in the world. Nobody has a problem. Well, I've made it pretty clear I have a problem with Australia, but there's no reason to have a problem with Australian people. But this is specific advice we're getting. Sometimes when you meet someone with an accent, you're like, are you really from Australia? Or are you an actor just doing a bit? Or are you just getting really into the role? Because we have so or, many actors. Or are you a like- British person slurring their words because <laughs> they're drunk all the time? Well, that's another thing because people do get excited when you meet someone from a different country. You know, like you went to school with people who were from whatever country, yeah. whatever god awful country like Australia that they came from. But like you're interested in that yeah. and you want to learn more about that, yeah. which is. Yeah, my whole life I have. I, I meet someone from, you know, I met Nikesh who I thought was from India. He's like, no, I'm from Texas. I'm like, well, tell me about Texas. <laughs> Sounds exotic. Yeah, my family's from Is it a crowded city? (laughs) What's our next listener question? Who's it from? This next question, sorry, this next answer comes from fan Bruce Babcock. First question, what do you like most about Angelinos? During my time living in Los Angeles, I never met a local who wasn't fond of where they came from. They're excited to talk about filming (laughs) locations or historic (laughs) events around the city. While working in the Valley, I met quite a few people who would enthusiastically talk about how the area has changed over the years. I'm someone not from the valley who could talk about that it was always fun to get the perspective of a local which i think is really great i mean you always will bring up echo park and how echo park used to be you've already become the old man you've probably always wanted to be but (laughs) it is i i can very much relate to pointing out like that was filmed there that was filmed there that was filmed there i'm from right there (laughs) i'm from in between twilight zone house and jurassic park 2 house right on the other side of smoky robinson's ranch or whatever (laughs) just north of where groucho marx used to live i always jokingly say my parents should have they should host LA tours where my mom will tell you where celebrities <laughs> dies and my dad will tell you where his friends got shot because we did that today I took him to the hospital and driving through like Judy got shot there I'm like what <laughs> that's one of my answers like neighborhood pride rooting for your home team and like home team is not just Los Angeles it's Los Angeles as a whole but also like yeah I'm from Boyle like there's so much Boyle Heights pride there's yeah so much, like, I love East LA pride. I, I do love neighborhood pride as long as it doesn't start getting exclusive and yeah. keeping but yeah that's why I also like those shirts in CVS that are like it's just like a pink shirt that says Sherman Oaks yeah. on it, but that still Calabasas. gets me excited if I see someone wearing Pacific Palisades, a fight will break out. Yeah, but I, I totally agree with that. Like like pointing out filming locations as a kid was like a huge to me because Echo Park didn't have a lot growing up, but I knew that it was in Echo Park Lake was in uh, <laughs> Stop or My Mom Will Shoot and Mavita Loca, which was an easy one. And House of Spirits, which was I'm doing sign across because no more was in a Steven Seagal movie, I think Above the Law. And I would every time I passed, I would tell somebody who even if they saw yeah. the movie with me, even I, if they were watching the movie, I'm like, you know, I guess that is pride. It is pride. It was, it's not just us showing off. It's pride. It's pride. Yeah, it's full on pride of like, I know where that's at. What is the, his answer to the second one? Second one is the question. What should someone not from here be aware of to make their stay as agreeable as possible? We're going to say it enough times until you memorize these questions. Yeah, until everybody. you spit it back up. Don't be afraid to get lost and talk to people. There are plenty of iconic tourist destinations in the city, but there's even more waiting to be discovered. One of my wife and I's favorite days was parking by Disney Concert Hall and just walking around for a few hours without a plan or a map. We wound up stumbling on the Blacklist filming and got to see them blow up a SUV mid-air. Just another day in Los Angeles. Yeah. 
That's it. That happens a lot. And it's exciting. And he's totally right about, you can plan like, okay, I'm going to stay near Union Station. And you have a lot enough to do just being near Union Wouldn't Station. Wouldn't recommend that, but uh, go ahead. But like, if you want to just say, okay, I'm going to be near Union Station and that's enough of a plan, then th- that's great. Like, I'll go to Philippe's. I'll go to Little Tokyo. Yeah. I'll go to Alvaro Street. I'll walk up to whatever. Enough of a plan. How about plan. La Plaza, Greg? How about you mention La Plaza Museum? Why? Because it's free and beautiful and historic? Oh, no, what? that's not why. It's because we are obligated to now. <laughs> you can plan an area and then still wing it. And I think it's right. a great idea. Well, let's go to the next answer from Eric Brightwell. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Is that uh, your friend? That's Eric Nussbaum. Oh, you're right. Uh, the Catholic, my Catholic friend, Eric <laughs> Nussbaum. Um, the official Catholic. We, we went on Catholic birthright together. <laughs> we went on communion right together. I met him at Catholic camp. I met him in... Uh, vestibule <laughs> so his answer to the first question is i like that angelinos are highly diverse i feel we're seeing a lot of themes here yeah. and thus difficult to generalize mm-hmm. roughly a third are native a third are foreign born and a third are born in other parts of the u.s like texas india <laughs> we're home to the largest population outside of their respective home countries of armenians cambodians filipinos guatemalans iranians Karini. Koreanians, Mexicans, Salvadorians, Taiwanese, Thai, and Vietnamese. I love that people will describe what they believe to be a typical Angelino, and that not only will I not relate to the stereotype, I won't even recognize it. That's true. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Of like, we it's 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 hard to answer anything about the city, which I think maybe is what makes LA seem less accessible to people. Is that it's so it's like trying to comprehend the universe. Like you can't think yeah. that big scale almost. It's funny. I think in the '90s there was a lot of like montages of people arriving, like in a movie there would be a montage of arriving in LA yeah the best ones were ones that were like roller skating bikini girls at the pier and then like a tamale lady in East LA and then like a <laughs> roller low skating. rider and then yeah and then like people uh, a low rider on roller skates <laughs> and then like sunglasses guy in Brentwood like it was, <laughs> it's just so many different parts of the city because the city's so big it is everything everything all at once it's yeah, yeah. I mean it's its own country yeah. almost mm-hmm. it, like it, it has as much diversity that a full country should have <laughs> <laughs> so his answer to the next question how to make it more agreeable Los Angeles is huge huge. I think we know where this is going. Los Angeles County is by far the most populous county in the U.S. and in fact more populous than 42 states. Los Angeles County is slightly larger in size than Jamaica or Lebanon. Metro Los Angeles is the most densely populated urban area in the country. Sure feels like it. There is history. The oldest human remains in the Americas were found on the Channel Islands. It is impossible to do Los Angeles in three days, but boy am I going to (laughs) try. Cocaine's going to help me do it. Three days. (laughs) It's impossible to do it in 20 years. Therefore, in order to to not drive yourself, your family, and friends insane. Forget about trying to see the sights. Instead, focus on the region in which you're staying, yeah. whether it's downtown, the Harbor Area, Hollywood, Midtown, San Gabriel Valley, or whatever. When practical, walk. When not, use mass transit. The notes I had for this is that there are parts of town that I have never seen. Mm-hmm. There are parts of streets in parts of town I'm bidden that I have never seen. Like when we went to the Forest Lawn, yeah. I was tell- I was telling you, what is that street when you get off the freeway and you drive past Bigfoot Lodge and Tamo Oh, Los Feliz? It's a giant street, one of the most popular streets in... I had never gone past like Giamela's. Oh my God. So even just going like, oh, this is a whole, there's, there's the Tamo Shanta. Yeah. There's a whole new city here. Just driving down a street that you never didn't. Oh, there's a Toys R Us where Greg waited outside for Phantom of the Menace toys. And he was on the news. <laughs> oh, this is it, huh? This is that place I've heard about from his childhood <laughs> trauma. Oh, were you really on the news? Yeah. That's funny. I was on the news for the... So there, it's immortalized of you telling Hal Fishman that your favorite character it's is Jar Jar Binks. Jar Binks. Yeah. The, slip, wow. the, the, the guy who slips a lot. What the Phantom that? Menace? Phantom Menace. I was on the news. And then in Marino Valley... I skipped school to go watch it uh, and I was on the news again. And then I think on the same year... (laughs) Don't you ever go to school? That's what they were asking (laughs) you. (laughs) Same shirt. Yeah, I only have one Star Wars shirt. And then I think around the same time I was on the news 
at the Huntington Gardens because we went for the dead flower. I was just on oh, the news God. for like one year when I was like, this isn't Star Wars. <laughs> I must have been like 13. I was just on the news a bunch. Anyways, there's parts of town like I got off the freeway randomly at Azusa because I had to buy a gold leaf. And like I like industrial areas. I like areas like Azusa. I'm so driving around admiring the sights. And then I ended up just going into the San Gabriel Mountains into that well, dam where I took a picture. I was like, how did this happen? Well, but like, yeah, I know what you mean. We're like any street could lead to something beautiful. I even have it written down that you in particular you you don't like walking down the same street twice yeah. and you don't really like driving down you like going different ways and seeing new things yeah don't and it, it's yeah you never backtrack not on any comment you've ever made <laughs> uh, it is fun to to almost make it a challenge of like see every street because mm-hmm. like you're going to be driving everywhere so you might as well enjoy take, it and take, see what you see, can run into yeah and become yeah. more fluent in the city when i first started driving gas was a lot cheaper well, i wanted to learn how to drive better so i'd late that night I it would was just... only four dollars a gallon <laughs> I just drive and I would just drive anywhere and yeah. I'd catch any freeway. And, and I would come with you. Yeah, and you would. And we would just see where we ended up and we'd just talk S word for hours so about the city. <laughs> Stupid city that I live in. Let's go to the next question okay. or the next answer we have yeah. here. So this one is from Paleo Trees on Instagram. Hi. So for the first question, what do you like best? The best thing about Angelina is that they generally aren't confrontational except when they are, which is always about perfectly reasonable things like traffic and cutting you in line at the in and out yeah. and flipping S word if you ask them WTF, which is that's a podcast. <laughs> that's what she likes best my note here is that that that's a big difference between here and a place like new york where in new york you call people out you say you say things honesty is much different in another town honesty is very different and i like that in a different town i don't know if the quote-unquote stoicism or politeness in los angeles is necessarily a good thing it's nice to not have as many confrontations for sure because (laughs) confrontations can escalate very quick and it's very nice to have people like okay fine whatever it is nice to get away with at some point with cutting people off in traffic and at what point does honesty just and so what we're both being honest you're a really mean person and i'm someone who's trying to call you out and it gets us nowhere or i could just swallow my be like fine whatever the thing is though even like in new york if you if someone does get called out like sure you'll get stabbed sometimes but (laughs) but, a gang of marauders will come because i've only known movies the lost boys are coming (laughs) the the warriors whichever ones are they're coney island they're all on coney island it almost is a relief that brings people together because the flip side of calling people out for being doing something bad is also calling pe- people out for doing something nice or yeah. or just like wine, having a question or, yeah. or saying like, what is that you're reading? You don't get a lot of that in Los Angeles no. because you are more secluded at all times. At all times, yeah. And because of that, I think maybe it's harder to feel comfortable interacting with people like that. And when you do get interacted with like that, yeah. it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, this person might be crazy. Yeah. Like, why is this person talking to me? Yeah, because so if that's you're on why, a bus and someone's asking you questions, yeah. there's something wrong with that person. Yeah, and and that's why it's probably not healthy to live sure. to have that. Uh, I think about that a lot about how I don't know too much about New York, only through movies and what you tell me, really. But like, it seems like there's so much more of a community idea of New York because everyone's on the street or on the subway and they're all sharing a space. Yeah, but we share freeways and roads here, but we're all in our but separate you, cars. You're not you're not carrying four bags of grocery onto the subway. You have your groceries in your car on yeah. a large scale subway for exactly. cars. Yeah. <laughs> so it, people can't see like, oh my God, he eats that many carrots in a week. Which <laughs> so. is why I own a car so nobody knows. Yeah. Specifically why I got tinted <laughs> windows, but sure. I got an SUV so small cars cannot look into my car. Yeah, you're right about the detachment and the isolation. That's why we have parties. <laughs> that's why we have that's parties why, in the Hollywood Hills. That's why we have parties which we've made very clear we don't like going to. <laughs> so her answer to the second question make it more agreeable. This answer scares me. Just because no, talking about confrontational, just because 
because no one is yelling at you doesn't mean that no one is angry or annoyed. But again, people, like we were talking about, it's kind of repressed. Once you cross the threshold where someone breaks and calls your ass out, it's on and you had better just leave town or else, <laughs> or else just have a really good sense of humor and just roll with your bad self like all the young punks who don't have any courtesy with those electric scooter things on the sidewalk. God, those people. My question to this, is LA Westworld now? <laughs> like, do, peop- do, people, do people just come here to become something and live out a fantasy life and some people just pick like, I'm going to be a bad person. Yeah, I think I think when you... I've certainly met a lot of them and how many lived above a few. Threw up. <laughs> you hate your neighbors so much and they're going to win every time. They're the joker. They'll go where you won't go. And that's the problem there. You have to go where they'll go and then I lose myself. <laughs> lose yourself then. That's the thing, Batman. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I think forever people have come to West... They've come to West. Westworld? Yeah, they've come to Westworld. They've come to the West and fully like, I'm not that person anymore. Yes. I'm going to be a new person. And yes. it happens with... That's what cults are about. I no yeah. longer worship this religion. Well, I'm going to start my own religion. Like that's, like a cult, like Charles Manson or somebody. Well, it's not like he was hiding from anything. No. Well, except from the, the police. police. But, uh, he hid under a car in Spawn Ranch from the police. But hey, you can always say he was true to himself. <laughs> For people coming here, like, I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to be an I'm going to be a... I'm going to change who I am. I'm not that person anymore. I'm going to buy a fedora. <laughs> Why not? Also, the flip side of that, like some people probably do come here to just be like, I'm going to be a bad person. Yeah. I'm going to take advantage of people. Yeah. I, well, where I, just, I came from, uh, I was Hollywood. I was a doormat and that's yeah. going to be me now anymore. I'm, now, yeah. now I am the door. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the door. I'm doorstepper now. <laughs> I'm the one who knocks and steps on the doormat. <laughs> I'm the one that steps on the doormat. Be nice, people. Yeah. I, what an easy message and what a hard thing to follow through with. It's hard to, you know, we have complaints about people like cutting people off in traffic and stuff like that, but how many times have you had to do that like yeah. how many times do you know this lane is going to be quick until here so i'm going to have to zoom, zoom in over. and cut yeah. over like how many times have you done that when you're yeah, late to work and sure. also when you just want to do it for fun <laughs> that's only way you get rocked off because <laughs> when i came here to westworld i <laughs> i chose a black hat and all right next question this is one from john loans hi john hello hi. john hey john hello john answer the first one i like the appreciation of creativity that this city has it's rooted in the entertainment-based economy but ancillary to that is a general appreciation of art i went to an open mic in a warehouse downtown and it turned out to be this amazing art studio there were these friends the comedian the artist the dj all putting their different talents together to make a really cool experience they joked about a drug deal happening later that night and the open mic disappeared after a week i never (laughs) saw any of them again but it was a wonderful ephemeral downtown la experience there is a criticism of everyone trying to make it which is a legitimate characterization however along with that there are a lot of really interesting artistic people where i work i just discovered the extremely basic seeming girl hey back off man (laughs) she's got her own hustle we're all just trying to cut people off in traffic lay off <laughs> who does marketing also does these awesome short form horror movies that she takes to festivals and is super See, passionate yuck. about also it is one of the most multicultural cities you'll ever find yeah 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 That's there's true, there's a confluence of so many influences all coming together and all just a relatively short drive away relatively short i'll be at a drive that will probably take longer than you hope <laughs> but yeah how many people we both work in the library and how many people who work in libraries <laughs> never intended to work in libraries like oh that's the guy who had a band that's the guy yeah. who was trying to make small toys and now he's in library school and it's never going to work out for him right kevin smith oh no what have i said oh no i added myself again and then look at that guy he wants to be a comedian but it's not working out for him oh no oh no and my finger is 
completely <laughs> curled and I'm pointing at myself. There's so many people that have day jobs that are... Just to pay the enormous rent in the city, but I also... Or they like their I, day jobs and they just like doing other things hobbies. for doing it. Yeah. Like the people, again, to talk about Halloween, these people who decorate their houses, a lot of them work in film, but a lot of them are just people who really like Halloween and yeah. they put on these like world-class mazes just to make people happy and yeah. to do something. There's a lot of creative people here and there's a lot of there's a lot of side hustles going on which I think is so cool when you like this talking about going to an open mic and talking to somebody who oh yeah I make short films oh yeah I write this oh yeah and it's kind of yeah all those basic to the same. people <laughs> but like everybody has like hobbies that they try to fulfill and they have enough like resources here in town to try to they don't come up short yeah well also to get back to talk more about basic people like as you know I don't tell people at work what I do with anybody I don't tell do. anybody what I do and they must think I'm not only just a sad loser, like they must think I'm so boring. Well, come on, Greg. <laughs> I'm not sad. <laughs> and they also must think that you're boring. They must think I'm so boring. Like, I, what do your parents think? What do your parents do? think? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. What do my parents think? But they don't think I'm basic. But my <laughs> parents at least grant me that. <laughs> They've made that clear. We don't think you're basic, but we do think you're a sad loser. <laughs> what must people at work think of me yeah. who don't know that I do this? And how many of them do I think that about them? Yeah. And maybe, oh, you also do this. Yeah. Like, how many, how many of those things are there that this city draws creative people in mm -hmm. and it also makes people creative because yeah. you kind of get inspired by all the other stuff that's going on. You could think... I can do that too. And then yeah. six years later, turns out you can't. <laughs> you could have fans from Australia too. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah, I, I really admire like the like he's a talking trilly. about. Like, a trilly of fans. Oh my god. Emma, think on the water, you mermaid. Stop it. Right now. <laughs> you're being basic. No oh my god. <laughs> you hear that word one time and all of a sudden it comes out of your mouth <laughs> that while word you're reading is something. So lit. <laughs> oh my god. Please don't do this. Like being at a place where like your a mama. band. <laughs> You'll meet like somebody who's in a band, somebody who does art, somebody who has like who like writes plays, and like you're or all does all three. Yeah, or yeah, exactly, or does all three, and you're all hanging out together. That's so cool to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's the what was the name of the cafe in Paris where they like Hemingway? Oh and yeah, I don't remember. Picasso would trade cigar yeah. tips or whatever. The, not right. the Aguancan table. That's a new. Year. No, yeah, the, say it again. <laughs> no, I didn't say it right. The honka honka table. Yeah, the honka honka table. Yeah. Here's his answer to yeah. the second question: How to make it more agreeable? A very basic but very real consideration for those lit visitors. Oh my. Visiting God. for the first time. Fire. Uh, you're making me do it now? <laughs> Consideration for those visiting is the time it takes to get from one place to another. When people visit, I always recommend being mindful of geography when yeah. planning things. That seems to be the consensus with do, everybody. Don't try to do Hollywood, Burbank, and Venice all in a day. Group things in a way that will avoid wasting time going back and forth in traffic. I can personally tell you the fastest route to everything I or like the most logical route, and it'll still like, but you won't be able to pull it off. I don't know how many times. I mean, we have to keep agreeing with this. We can't hammer it home enough. Like, don't bite you off cannot, more than you can chew. Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> do everything <laughs> let's go to the next okay. the next person this one is from carl tart hi Car carl hi carl he's not listening no, <laughs> let's say what we really feel about carl tart i know i never I want your hat carl tart <laughs> i want all of your hats i want that crisscross hat i want that dodgers hat i want all those hats i know i never stop every time he's come up on the show i never stop yeah. emphasizing how funny i think he is but now i have to stop but i can't stop <laughs> now i have a specific thing listen to his episode on comedy bang bang from august 26th you okay. will be one over and you'll always want carl tart in your life so he submitted his answer in two parts he amended it about a month later <laughs> 
<laughs> his answer for the first question is basically what I love most about Angelinos is that the only time I feel aggression is when I'm in the car, which is definitely dangerous, but I get it. Every other time people are chill. You bump into that's lit. Bump you bump into someone, you both apologize to each other. I've stepped on a gangbanger's shoes before. I said, My bad, bro. He said it's all good. Maybe he was just in a good mood that night and didn't feel like shooting me, but I feel like that's an LA thing. Yeah. I think this is giving me carte blanche to step on everybody's shoes <laughs> wherever I go. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Carl Tart said you're not gonna hurt me. <laughs> I've known a lot of gang members who are very respectful people and they're like they don't want trouble unless it's serious trouble happening. It's it, not an aggressive city. No. For a city that has a really bad crime streak for a long time and a giant gang yeah. problem for a long well, time. Well, I mean, there's obviously problems, but people, we don't need to take this to the extreme yeah. of people in gangs, but like people in general, it is pretty laid back like that stereotype kind of is it, true it kinda, people aren't as uptight i as do maybe meet they people are. from other states who are like what's your problem yeah, well there's people like <laughs> nobody works i know this has been said before but like i don't think anyone has a job in los angeles yeah. like you'll go out and i say this because i also am out on 2 p.m on a tuesday afternoon yeah. and like there's traffic and everybody's here <laughs> what are all you people doing i have an excuse i know what i'm not doing what are you people not doing but i'm pretending to be sick what are you doing <laughs> my principal <laughs> i'm pretending to be the sausage king of los angeles what are, and this is what i walk into Excuse me, well, I fake a phone call real quick. But everybody is pretty relaxed. There's yeah. not a lot of... How many times have you been in a confrontation with people? Not a lot, unless I'm around you, Alex. Um, but he's definitely <laughs> But he's right. not from here. But he's not from he's here. He's from the Which East Coast. Which is the problem. But also, he's totally right about road rage being a real thing. Because oh. I'm somebody who freaks out in car situations. My eyes roll back. I like wake up in the bushes with blood over my mouth. Like it's a serious, I like am another person when I'm mad in the car. I don't get mad. Like when someone cuts me off or anything, I don't get mad about that. What I get mad about is people tailgating me and like trying to almost project onto me like I'm a bad driver yeah. when they're the bad driver. Oh yeah, for sure. If I'm going the speed limit and you're right behind me and like honking and flashing, like I'm not the bad driver here. You yeah. are the bad person and I'm going to, I'm going to run gonna, you down. I'm going to hit the brakes and whatever happens to me, <laughs> We'll be fine because It'll be you'll worth probably it. die. My car's a lot older than yours. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have a broken spine. <laughs> Which your money will fix. Um, <laughs> that happens to me when I go out of town to Riverside or Nevada, where it'll be a giant truck behind my little putt-putt car. And mm -hmm. they're like, why don't you go down this weavy one-lane road faster? What is your well, problem? Yeah, in LA, you get a Ferraro behind you. Ferraro? A Ferraro is, is what I call it. Singular? A single Ferrari. A fleet of Ferraro is a Ferrari. Ferrari Rocher. You get a Ferrari Rocher behind you speeding up. The arrogance of some drivers in LA will put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. We're like, why but who it, do you think you are driving like that? It is weird that like we we will only let that part of ourselves out when we're when we're, when we're, when we're behind a weapon. Most dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When I'm behind a speeding weapon, will I let This is I, why we should all call each other out on the street. <laughs> then we won't be angry on this the road. This is how road gangs start. Have you seen a Mad Max film? I've rolled down my window and screamed at people. I've braked hard before with yeah. someone speeding behind me. I am so mighty in my car. And yeah. as soon as the I get out of my car, I'm like, I'm sorry that that happened. I'm Oh boy, oh jeez. I just got my wife and <laughs> revoked. Um, so here's his answer to the second question, make it more agreeable. I think what I find is that when people move here, especially for entertainment, they don't explore the city as a whole and they grow to resent it. Mm -hmm. I have a few friends from New York, yuck, and they constantly talk crap about how there's no culture where they live, Los Feliz, West Hollywood, Hollywood proper, but they never go south of Wilshire. While there's really cool culture in those areas as well, big hearts of this city are found south of the 10 freeway, amazing food, history, cool stores, museum, 
etc. People can be afraid of those areas because of the lamestream media. But I think <laughs> I think if they explored a bit, they'd stop with the LA has no culture talk. Yeah, that's been my stereotype for a long time. Is like somebody will move here. They'll exist between like Los Feliz and Silver. Like they'll only meet people from other states or other parts of the world. Yeah. And then they'll be like, this city sucks. Everyone's mean. And yeah. LA has no yeah. culture. And then yeah. move back home. Everybody Resentful. has a Southern accent. <laughs> that's a real thing, I think. It is. And I want to talk about the, the second part because him talking about going south of the 10 freeway, yeah. people being afraid to do that. That was like some of the racism I was talking about before. Yeah. That is very real. Because for me, myself, the first time I went to the Watts Towers, like I was worried. I was like, is what's going to happen? Like, is something going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, no. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. you're not in a gang. Things happen. Not every neighborhood is completely. There's a possibility of something happening, but just like any other part of town. Exactly. Maybe some parts of town have a higher probability. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason to, yeah. to be afraid. And Friends. you are missing out. On... Yeah, you are. You Yeah, there's, we'll talk about Tams. Any number of Tams is great. What is Tams? It's like a it's like a burger place. Tam O'Shanters? Tam O'Shanters, yeah. In Glendale? Tams and Tom's. Ooh, I don't go to that part of Glendale. But I've had enough friends from high school that like live in Southgate, live in Compton, live in Watts, and we've gone there, and I'm right. all, and like always had that fear of like watching riot footage as yeah. a kid. And now I'm like, this oh gonna no, be me. oh no, this is me in Florence and Normandy, and like nothing. It's just like a gas station. Arts, well, so dogs. was it before this riot started? <laughs> I think that era gave it such a bad rap that people are still scared to go. Yeah, it is, areas. and it not only is that area changing in some people are crazy, but like people aren't out to get you. Like no, yeah, for sure. Friend of the podcast, Andy Lomelli, who lives in Boyle Heights, is like, yeah, that area gets such a bad rap, but like people who get into altercations are also people who well, look th- for altercations. I mean, that's the, like, if you want to address, let's take this to addressing racism in general. Like, yeah. if you can look at, like, let's take a group, for example, the Catholics, <laughs> you know, like me, or, or just any yeah, group. Whatever. Like, this is, this is a bad place. This is a bad group of people, but let me get a closer look and you go inside and you're looking around and like, well, where are you? Like, where's the, yeah, I, where's haven't, the I, I haven't met the bad person. Yeah. So where is this? What's bad about it? And that's, you know, that that's how you fix racism is by <laughs> meeting other cultures and going to different places. Parking in weird parts of town late at night and waiting for something to happen. And With your happens, keys like, in the racist. car <laughs> and the windows all down. But like a while back, Bloodsoe's barbecue, which was in Compton, mm-hmm. I think it's since closed down, but like we really wanted to go there. And part of us, spoiler alert, we're white. Me and Melissa are white. What? Since when? <laughs> since, uh-huh. Wait, take, take off, off that shroud. curtain you've been wearing. Oh, well, we're, we're actually sitting in a confession booth because <laughs> we're both back. Catholic. <laughs> both of us are Catholic. There was part something in the back reminds of like you oh, know no, all that 90s rap <laughs> it's gonna make <laughs> me tap true. my toes but then you go there you park your car you walk in and like you go in there oh this is just a bunch of people who want sausages like i do yeah like we're all just t- Cut what that. was that <laughs> you're <laughs> saying everyone in compton like sausages <laughs> It, it's just a place it, that has if when you go there the mystery and fear kind of dissipates yeah. until something really bad happens to you but like, that could <laughs> it's all right and that's how Republicans are born <laughs> so the next question is from the next one is from Waterford Beach with no profile picture on Instagram hi strange person and we, who might be a bot <laughs> hey randomly generated word sequence from <laughs> Russia so they just answered question one I like the lack of inhibition okay in Angelina also the open mindedness also a huge number of people are very attractive really it's just that lack of inhibitions he must not be talking about you are Booyah. you addressing me or waterford beach <laughs> because i really like to cut loose when i walk around town i like to boogie in my skankiest clothes thank you very much there are beautiful people in town and it's kind of sounding attractive people will come here hoping to get into the entertainment business yeah part of it which I mean, is that, like they've been told they were attractive their whole life and they're like yeah i know where to go everybody's beautiful e- every, everybody's every town beautiful. has be a little a beautiful be a little open-minded that's another stereotype that's true of no inhibitions open-mindedness we're freaks we're yeah. all gay we're yeah. all this we're, we all do yoga we all do gay yoga and, <laughs> i mean that's the stereotype that 
some people in other parts of the country have, and that's something yeah. to be proud of. Like, yeah, yeah we're all gay. So <laughs> what? Well, that's why we're having more fun. And that's why we get beaches and you don't. <laughs> We've earned the beaches. We've earned beaches. Gay beaches. So <laughs> Where? Okay. Are they open right now? <laughs> this next answer is from CM Loans on Instagram. Are you related to John Loans from before? That's what I'm wondering, because I've never heard the last name Loan before. What's good is that they answered just question two. So it balances out for how to make it more agreeable. Get off the beaten path. There are films that will only show in a couple places in the States, and LA is almost always one of them. Free comedy show in the parking lot of a bookstore. Good heroin for a cheap Saturday date. Uh, no plugs. No free plugs. <laughs> no free plugs for that show. Um, that'll, that'll never book us. We've talked about it before, like at the American Cinematheque and things like that like you're going to see movies that you wouldn't be able to see in fill in the blank ohio yeah no that's iowa stupid idea want to high five me anyways no okay no as a matter of fact i don't (laughs) (laughs) i'll get get you as you were talking about it being a very active city and there's always something to do yeah you'll run into a bunch of stuff and i used to go to open mics just because it was free entertainment and then i ended up doing comedy because i liked it so much yeah and i thought i was better than everybody which i (laughs) let me amend that answer yeah Yeah. but (laughs) i made it very clear that they were better whatever your thing is you can end up finding something for free one of the privileges of being a place like that where we've shown that we have such a desire and willingness to do things and want things is that we get rewarded with there's this experimental thing we're only going to do it in a few places Los Angeles will be one of them because people will want that so yeah. take advantage and of they that. will show up yeah, yeah and they, they will come <laughs> next answer we've got is from Kenny Norwick oh hi Kenny hello Kenneth what do you like about Angelinos I love the creative spirit so many Angelinos have and contrary to just what just about anyone in the Midwest says, I find most Angelinos much friendlier and helpful than the people I spent decades with in the Midwest. I also think people should know for a large city, there's a lot of positivity and hopefulness here that I found lacking in small town America. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Talk to those same people in a year when they've realized... I'm not as funny as everyone else at the open <laughs> mics. People are nice here. Yeah. Like there, there is sort of a unspoken, maybe not politeness or, or what we were talking about of like no communication, yeah, yeah. but people are nice. People want to help you figure out where you're going yeah. so you can get out of the way uh, and get out of traffic. <laughs> there is a general helpfulness to people, just regular people on the street who will try to point you in the right direction if you're lost. And that's a really helpful thing to everybody. Not gas station tenants. They will not know where they are for some reason. You're like, how did you get to work? You don't know what Fru is right here? Are you serious? They live there. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, they live in the they live there and they drink gasoline. <laughs> so his answer to the second question, enjoy the city by visiting LA's neighborhoods, not just tourist spots though. So that's, that's yeah, you don't have to go somewhere to see a site. You can go somewhere to see the neighborhood. I totally agree with that because each neighborhood, I like uh, contrary to popular belief, there's a lot of similar neighborhoods neighborhoods but each neighborhood's completely different than the next and you can tell the difference in neighborhoods well that's why i was suggesting base it around food because like food will guide you to a neighborhood and you can just see that neighborhood you should be a a much larger person (laughs) you mean in stature and (laughs) popularity i agree i mean in pant size (laughs) specifically around the waist but yeah the Uh, way you answer questions sometimes i'm like what how are you like okay do you have an eating disorder i gorge myself on enthusiasm greg and i poop a lot i'm good friends with a plumber if you know what i mean our next answer is from emilio uranga three never heard of him yeah get out yeah of here. Yep. what are you guy where the hell are you, <laughs> you got a lot of nerve being our <laughs> biggest fan so his answer to the first question liking about angelinos most angelinos are friendly and a little self-effacing about living here I, I think that's true despite all the challenges faced in poorer areas of the city they are often the best ones to talk to and hang out with they also always know where to get amazing food i honestly haven't lived in the city long enough 
enough since I became a real adult with thoughts and feelings long enough. Uh, he used to be a robot. He's something of a Pinocchio. <laughs> he won't bleed if you cut him. Find out. That three in his name, that's third generation. AI. That's the third patch. With thoughts and feelings long enough to get a judge of what people are like as a whole, but of all the worst people I've ever met, only a few came from Southern California and most came from Orange County. Mm, Orange County people are a different breed of people. Well, they're not us. We don't care what they are like. They aren't like. <laughs> they aren't like anything. He talks about self-effacing. I don't know if I said on this podcast when I go to other areas, I don't say I'm from LA. I say I'm from, not his fair, Victorville. I say I'm from Victorville. Hmm, why? When I'm in other states and I tell people I'm from LA, there's a look and yeah. there's a tone change. Yeah. And I don't well, like, like it. Like we were talking about, there are connotations like, to being from Los Angeles. Yeah, specifically when you're in Virginia City and you're like, oh, I'm from LA. And there's just a, huh. So you don't have a gun? <laughs> I can shoot you, right? Because you probably voted for person I didn't like. Yeah. I shoot you and you don't bleed because you're a bloodless, soulless <laughs> person from down south. Down south and that. And no one in Nevada has a southern accent, it turns out. I think that um, I'm going to preface this by saying there's some people who are shockingly unaware of who they are and what they're doing. Yeah. And we know a lot of them. But when you've lived in Los Angeles, and specifically if you're trying to do something creatively or something like that, yeah. you get knocked down a lot. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you don't stay here and keep trying without learning how to roll with that and being a little self-effacing and being able to laugh about that so i think that is a a large amount of people here they know what what their life looks like to other people and they know what los angeles looks like to other people so it's you know you you put a target on yourself for sure yeah so you can play into that and laugh about it yeah you should yeah (laughs) you should i think about like la la land and how they were both trying different paths of creativity and like on the surface like he plays jazz and she wants to do a one woman play but like also like people do that and they're wildly successful and they always get together in the end oh no oh no don't spoil it oh no they get with that guy from that thing you do and i I always thought he was so ugly that guy from some other band (laughs) another she likes musicians his answer to the second question how to make it more agreeable public transport is easier than you'd expect especially the various light rails and they let Mm -hmm. you actually see Los Angeles instead of the bumper of the Tesla stuck in front of you Mm -hmm. in traffic traffic is bad but generally people aren't too suicidal when they cut you off plan on going to a mix of tourist traps and maybe a show or comedy night so you get to see the locals out in force San Gabriel Valley has the best Asian food hands down are you going to say he has an eating disorder too (laughs) people like to talk about food greg it's noodles you'll be fine the weather is never as nice as people say it is but it's probably better than where you come from so enjoy here's my thoughts on it everyone needs to relax when it rains or is cold for longer than two days in a row because if you're one of those people that are like oh i miss the sun it's been raining for four hours you don't get to complain about wildfires then you have to live in west hills if you're going to be like i hate it when it rains then you have to live on top of a brush fire yeah how about we live in the charred remains of an area that burned to the ground tell this to all the people who lost their homes in Silmar when you say, oh, my shoes are wet. Oh, no. I just washed people my car. People don't to drive here when it rains because it only rains for two days out of the year. We forget. Sorry. How are you supposed to drive in the rain? Do you drive like normal? You're not supposed know. to drive normal I, when all, it rains here. I've heard both things of oh. like, just, just be normal or just drive really fast or drive really slow. I don't know. Drive slow because it's wet. My tires haven't been wet all year and it's going to be crazy. It's going to fishtail whatever it's called. <laughs> fishtail. What's it called? <laughs> anyway, and he's right about the light rail like the the new one the expo line that goes to the beach that's a really great if, if yeah, your you day you just want to see and you see some stuff you didn't want to see as well Hey, if you want to see an ugly side of LA, take it's a called rail. Culver City. <laughs> and now that we've got that out of our system, this one is a personal story. It's from a tiny little studio. Hi. <laughs> on we Instagram. We don't say hi to you enough. Hi. Yeah. So she answered uh, question two. Don't free range your kids at a parking lot. 
<laughs> These answers are getting what? very specific yeah. now. Always hold their hands and supervise them. This comes from a personal, hurtful, and epic experience that I had with a family from the South. I am assuming from their accent. I was getting out of my work parking lot, which Lana shared with a hotel. Two cute little kids ran out from nowhere in between cars. They were playing catch. The mom, dad, and grandpa walked slowly and followed. Didn't catch the kids as I slammed my brake to prevent a bad time. The mom just yelled a bunch of racial slurs at me for being Asian and can't drive trying to run over her free-ranged kids. I rolled down. You're not helping that you're calling them free-range, but okay. I'm still on your side of this. Free-range kids, they make the best eggs. I rolled down the window. Didn't tell her she should have thanked me, but I told her what she said was rude and not necessary. She kept saying I was trying to run her family over as she and her family moved into a crowded elevator with a mixed group of Americans in there, African-American, Hispanic-American, some Asian-American. So they go into this elevator with these people. Instead of me telling her that she is going to win Mother of the Year for demonstrating not taking personal responsibilities, but instead blaming it on others and saying racial things, I just yelled, you are being racist as the elevator door slowly closed. <laughs> well played. Sealing her next five minutes in a small space with a mixed group of Californians. <laughs> you wish you were there to see the grandpa's face looking at the people around him. So yes, don't free range your kids. And also don't think you could say racial things here without consequences, especially not with a tiny little Chinese American girl and a mini effing Cooper muscle emoji. We, you go get it. Don't take it from anybody. We talked about this a little bit, that racism, we are pretty liberal and racism isn't really tolerated here. Not really, no. I mean, I've never lived in a very racist place, but like I... I mean, like it's not like a thing that proudly flagged in the streets and when it is and the Proud Boys do it, people don't go to that bar and they start writing down to that most bar. Yeah. Because we all have friends from a different culture, so we're yeah. a little bit more tolerant. We're a great city. Uh, <laughs> no racism here. So the next one is from, uh, hmm, this one's from Carlos Rojas. Ah. Uh, his favorite thing about Angelino is that one day they will die. Uh, <laughs> his thing to know, make your stay more agreeable, it only takes two to three hours to leave the city and never look back. You're making a mockery a, of our art, Carlos. A, a proud Texan that guy is. Yeah. Will not stop talking about Texas to the point where I'm like, do you... I'll buy you a plane ticket. But I like you here and I want to keep you here, Carlos. But you want to fight me for sure because I forgot what the Alamo was or whatever you're proud of. So this next one is from Terrific Specs Podcast on okay. Instagram. Hello, people. So the answer to the first question, everyone in LA understands why you're late and they don't really mind. Traffic happens and nobody can stop it until we all decide to stop sucking the sour teat of big oil. Yeah. To that I say liberals. There is more of an understanding, but at the same time, it's also so easy to just say there's traffic. Like there's oh, yeah, yeah, no one will question question yeah, that no. like on like, 10 minutes late traffic it never you can't get him has that ever happened where someone's like oh, i'm gonna look up a traffic port right in front of you like that's yeah. never happened it's People just like, yeah. assumed that there's traffic yeah. and you should just assume that and add more time, time. to your mm-hmm. commute but i don't hey traffic you get passes. like a certain number of passes a week yeah until you're fired <laughs> and then you're like <laughs> and then you I get, get a, too many. and then you get this pink pass that they give you <laughs> you um, have to go in for a while you won't have to worry about traffic ever again their answer to the second question yeah. do as the angelinos do get brunch somewhere fun delicious and pretentious go hiking mm-hmm. at griffith because if you aren't local and you try to park at Runyon, you will get a ticket. And if you really want to see a celebrity, go hang out at the Grove because you'll have a better chance there than on Hollywood Boulevard and you can sit outside and drink. That's true. Those are good tips. The Grove is, a, I mean, it's kind of your best bet. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. less so now. I don't know. Now I, that I, they answered yeah. um, <laughs> that. Um, we uh, blew their cover. <laughs> the Galsons is where I, oh, I think we said it's already. That the yeah, Galsons we've talked about it. I'm like, is that Chloe Sevigny? Like, I was at Ralph's and I thought I saw Kirsten Dunst. You almost hit someone with your car today. I almost ran over Jimmy Pardo today, <laughs> but uh, Carl Tark, you might know him. Uh, don't tell him that. He smiled at me, thought I almost didn't kill him, but I you almost You forgot did. that he ran you for a bit. At yeah. a show not too long ago. Yeah, I was the one. He ran for a bit during the show. I'm just another face in his toolkit. Or he just uses me like he uses everyone else. Now the next one from someone I barely remember from our past. Ada G. Ruiz. 
Do I do remember know her? that person. That was hey, our you. very first interview. We might have interviewed her very intimately. And she tried to take my job. Wait, what was that last part? You're on a long-term interview with her right now. <laughs> so, we'll see. So, <laughs> answer to the first question. Hi, Mr. and Mr. Los Angeles Meekly. I first have a little Mrs. Who's the Mrs.? No, Mr. and Mr. We're oh, both wow. Mr. Uh, she's considered. She didn't put one of us down like she always does. <laughs> she didn't try to drive a wedge between us like she's been doing for a few years. I first have a little message for Greg. Sweetie, I packed an extra Capri Sun in your lunchbox and string cheese. Make sure to eat it. We both know how cranky you get when you don't snack between meals. By the way, my parents are coming over for dinner tonight. Can you stop by the market and pick up a big fat salami? Thanks, baby. The innuendo and all of that is insane. Saying uh, she didn't even pick it up. So what if I've always wanted to give your parents my big salami? Uh, First of all, how dare you? Second of all, I forgot the string cheese, obviously. So, second of all, what spice level of salami? <laughs> Anyways, what I like most about Angelinos is the diversity you can find throughout the city. Every street corner is a new little or town something like Little Bangladesh, Little Tokyo, Filipino Town, Chinatown, Koreatown, etc. If you love to try new kinds of foods, you came to the right place and to the right kind of people. So you could put her down for liking food too, huh? <laughs> is it just me? Just you. <laughs> oh. Oh. I get to eat with her, so there's a big difference there. Isn't there? I, Isn't I, there, I Mr. <laughs> Mr. There's a wedge, even though I refuse to go hang out with you anymore. Hey, you say you're tired. <laughs> so her answer to the second question, what someone not from here should be aware about this city is it's ridiculous traffic. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard the nightmares of the 405 freeway during the holidays. We don't measure by distance here. We measure by hours, minutes. Are you thinking of taking public transportation? It's a trap. <laughs> She has a great Admiral Akbar impersonation. We'll have her back on to do her Admiral, <laughs> our world famous Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Unless you are residing in downtown and your destination is within a one mile radius, you're better off calling a Lyft. If you're woke, you know not to call or use Uber. <laughs> I would give public transportation another five to ten years before it's agreeable to use. But I will say this: if you're going to a Dodger game, take the free Dodger Stadium Express Metro bus that departs from Union Station and enjoy a traffic-free ride to and from the stadium. If you're into biking, we have a beautiful bike path that runs through Glendale and. Elysian Valley. Along it, you'll find cute coffee shops and restaurants. I recommend Spoke Bicycle Cafe and Frogtown Brewery. Other than traffic, just try not to come to the city with the expectations that Hollywood makes you believe. It's very true. Come here with no hope. <laughs> a new hope. She would get that. Rodeo Drive is a drag and Hollywood Boulevard is just sad. This city is filled with vibrant and colorful people from all over the world. And there's so much more than just the basic Hollywood sign. There's that word again. Up on the hill, I have LA Meekly to thank for it. But Greg mostly, not sorry, Daniel. Again, there's wedges being driven. <laughs> Keep doing the amazing work you guys are doing for this podcast and can't wait to see that merch you guys have been working on for years now, forever your meekling since 2015. Ada, my response to that, rude. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I hope you're talking to me. Those are good tips. The Dodger one, because like part of the reason why I haven't gone to a Dodger game in a long time is that I'm so afraid of the parking situation. Yeah. For me, the anxiety about going to the Dodger game is that someone's in my seat when I get there and I'll have to confront them, which goes back to the <laughs> yeah. old thing about LA people is that they hate confrontations. <laughs> wait till I get in my car and drive into Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Parking is a mess. If you could avoid it, do it. For the first time this year, I did a really smart thing. Well, I think it's smart where I planted my car early. I parked near the stadium. Mm -hmm. I took the dash to my house. I took a lift wait to a the minute. game. <laughs> wait a minute. And after the game, walked to my car. But then you're still stuck in traffic leaving, aren't you? No, you're walking back. And then you <laughs> drive through Carroll Street. You, you show let your girlfriend. Let me tell you what I do. I drive into the parking lot and then I scratch the VIN number off <laughs> of my engine and on my car and then I just buy a new car afterwards because that car belongs to the Dodgers now. That's how I go to Dodger games. That's what I do. I get a car from the impound, right? From an auction that used to be a police car. I do it up perfectly. It's not impersonating a cop if they don't ask you if you're a cop. Then you're impersonating a cop. But if you're just driving... It's implying that I'm a cop. That's, that's not, not a crime. crime. That's not a crime. Look it up. That's not a crime. I drive there. I pretend to be 
patrolling, park my car for a game. You don't get it for free because cops have to pay for tickets too. As they've explained as, to me. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you'll get like a lot of people like, oh my, I can't find my son. I can't help you. I'm not on duty right now. And then after the game, <laughs> just walk to your car. It could be a catastrophe. The, the Dodger Express, it's great if they win a game and you're on a bus full of people after a win mm -hmm. with a bunch of fans. That's great. If they lose, it's a really sad trip back. So it must be a lot of sad trips. Um, the the next- We're better than being a Kings fan. <clears throat> what? what? <clears throat> What did you say? <laughs> I brought you to a game. Let's keep it keep it moving here. Uh -huh. This is from someone I've never met, but am arranged to marry in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Melissa Johnson. Oh, uh, hi. She answered question two because question one was, will you marry me? And that's the question she refuses to answer. Dating. We'll find out at my wedding if she said yes. <laughs> Tune in next week. Two weeks from now. Oh, God. Save yourself the time and stress of sitting in traffic and don't try to see the whole city in one day. Pick an area you'd like to explore and a few activities to do there. An interesting place to eat, a festival or museum, a good shopping street. Try and learn the history of the neighborhood before you go. Yeah. It can help you really get a feel for it and take you places off the beaten path and bring snacks for when you're inevitably sitting in traffic. I feel like there's a theme here. Always have snacks for Daniel. Um, <laughs> His blood sugar gets low and he gets super cranky and he will just yell at you for no reason. Hey, that applies to both of us in that car. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> bring that up at the wedding. <laughs> also, but one more thing. <laughs> Speaking of like emergencies in traffic, I can't tell you how many times I've been in traffic where I honestly thought I was about to defile myself. Mm -hmm. I know you have a story about this, but there have been... I mean, I have two stories about this. There, <laughs> be prepared for traffic, not just in sense of getting places on time, but if, like, if you aren't feeling well, yeah. or if you I don't go on the 405, yeah, don't certainly trust don't. me, because I have been in that situation. And it's stains on the freeway. <laughs> that's what the traffic was from up front. <laughs> that cop car's weaving all the lanes. It's trying there's to avoid that smear. Yeah. <laughs> have snacks. She's absolutely right. If you had a lot of coffee and like chili... Which so is breakfast every morning. Morning. Probably take the streets and look for a Starbucks, which they're not <laughs> legally allowed to ask you if you're going to the yeah. bathroom. Are you a customer? Going. You're under arrest. You're under arrest right now. This is our last response we've got here. This is from Eddie Hunsinger on Twitter. Hey. What he likes most about Angelinos, I like that Angelinos often surprise. Is he saying that we surprise people like with yeah. our creativity and our uh, I, tolerance? Like we were talking about those those basic people who turn out to be lit. <laughs> you never know what someone does. Like you can like the story I told the other month about Steve Martin running oh, yeah. into Steve Martin. Like I thought like who's this basic old man yeah oh it turns out he's a lit comedian i thought about like what if i didn't know that that was bud court and i was just talking to an yeah. old dude and like how many people have i talked to and like oh i didn't know that you were in herald and mod hey what happened one time when we were at crave cafe and an old man started talking oh about us because the lights were on it turns out he was chuck mccann who was like this massive children's tv show star from the east coast that like my dad was obsessed with mm -hmm. and like all these people know chuck mccann and we didn't realize that until like an hour into talking yeah. to him and we still we we didn't know who he was. We entertained each other. He entertained us. We entertained him. Yeah. And we had like a good thing. And then he told us to call him and we called him and uh, he didn't remember. <laughs> Suddenly he didn't feel like entertaining. And <laughs> well, now yeah, no, he's I, dead. <laughs> and now we see what happens. We've corrected him. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah. And it's, you never know who you're going to be talking to. Like exactly. be nice to everybody because it might be Steve Martin. His answer to the second question, it's of course a very big city. So I recommend they set a certain interest or two of any sort. Flowers, theaters, bakeries, trails ahead of their visit and then research plan and go for it. So let's talk about our takeaways from this. Okay. Here's what I gathered from this. People are nicer here than you think. The food is great. Don't be racist. A lot of our listeners have road rage. Yeah. That's what I've gotten from yeah. this. Pick an area. You're going to get traffic. Light rails are better than have buses. Have a bucket in the car. Have a bucket in the car. Have a 
Gatorade bottle because your pee pee will fit in the hole because Gatorade <laughs> bottles are bigger. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> boy, did I break that bottle. Might need a Powerade slightly bigger. But yeah, no. Bigger coffee can. <laughs> I said bucket for a reason. It fits perfectly. Pick an area. Don't try to do everything if you're visiting for like three days. A landmark and a hidden thing. Yeah. And as much as we talk about do things like this where we're trying to put our finger on Los Angeles more, the more we try to put our finger on it, the more it squirms away from us because yeah. no one likes being touched. It's like those squeezy things at the science center where if you squeeze it and it squirts out of your hand, like yeah. the more you try to get a grip on it, the yeah. more it just uh, uh, squeezes out of your hand and yeah. you don't, you can't define this because, city. There's it's too much to it's define. It's not just diverse culturally. It's diverse like working, like the, the what's it called when people make different kinds of money? <laughs> <laughs> there's the 1% and then there's <laughs> you people. Whatever the rest of the number is. It's diverse in so many different ways in like backgrounds, generations of people who've been here in like the way we grew up. Like it's diverse in so many different ways. Yeah. The way we work and how we work and how yeah. we play and, and all that stuff. It's a work in progress. The city's a work in progress and it's also a work in progress to figure out the city and, and your yeah. place in it and and what you like about it. Yeah. Like right now, we're going through a huge change in the city right now where it's becoming more dense. We're losing more landmarks. All the parts of the city are changing in different ways. And we can say it's bad because it's changing, but like we it's don't even know that- It's changing, which is- Yeah, and we than... don't even know what direction that's going in. Like it could yeah. be a good thing we don't know for 20 years. It's a city that seems, as doing history, we learned that it's never been a thing we could lock down. It's always been more fluid. It's a very fluid city. Yeah. Much like the fluids- we're about to put inside of a big old bucket in my car. <laughs> but here's... You never pooped in the car. I did. Story for another time. Yep. Next uh, listener question. <laughs> how many times have you done it in a car? <laughs> hey, here's a question for you. How many times have you left us a review on iTunes? It's My guess easy. is going to be zero yeah leave us a review on itunes it gives us a better chance of visibility chance of visibility it makes it easier for us to show people hey this is something you should listen to a yeah. hundred people like it i guess i want to fit in with a hundred people hey there's a thing about alley history that takes place strictly in los angeles maybe yeah. i'll give that a try and it's consistent <laughs> what those two things can't be in one podcast if you have an iphone leave us a review on itunes open the podcast app just leave some stars leave some words it's nice it helps us out Greg's chair just went down. Uh, <laughs> so did our rating. Follow us on Instagram, LA underscore Meekly. Follow us on Twitter, LA, at LA Meekly. Like uh, us on Facebook. We're LA Meekly. You can listen to all the episodes on YouTube. We can watch a little. Yeah, some and we funny, have some funny video. videos. <laughs> funny, 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 funny video. videos. How funny. They're funny. skits. We've got skits on there. We've got skits. <laughs> we got skits, guys. Listen, we got skits. You can also support us financially on Patreon. For $5 a month, we will send you handwritten postcards. A new one every month, we'll send it to you. Uh, handwritten, personally to you personally to you almost allegedly written by half of us that helps us out because we don't make any money doing this we don't have sponsors or anything anymore but uh <laughs> yeah it helps us going so that we can devote more of our time to doing this and we don't have to rely on listener sending in uh, content for us <laughs> But you can also give less than $5 just to show you support us. We yeah. don't get a postcard, but you can support us. Well, Greg, any closing thoughts? The next time we record an episode, I will be married. You'll be And you will have man. collateral marriage splattered on you from being my best man. The saliva from the first kiss will be still wet in your hair. Uh, you should probably watch The Graduate now if you want to prepare for what I'm going to do at your wedding as your best man. If Lydia! Or whatever. I'm not a fan of this podcast, but on behalf of all the fans of this podcast, I'd like to say congratulations. You're getting married. It, you're going to come back a 
an adult. Yeah, you might hear virgin. you might hear a clinking of a ring on the microphone from now on. <laughs> Me trying to get it off because I got itchy fingers already. <laughs> Who's that lady? Who's that? Who's that guy? I don't know what I like anymore. <laughs> uh, I'll be married next time. My voice will probably be a lot deeper, yeah. and I might have a baby by the next yeah, time you listen you to lost me. Lost your virginity, and that would been great. We'll see about that. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, how gross it is. Have a good November. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. And yeah. Hey, the next episode is the haunted one. We got a big one for you. Yeah, we got a big one. The one we've always wanted to do. You might want to Stop cast it. your Stop it. anchors to the wind. <laughs> you might want to pull in your lines before we record that episode. Why don't you take a short <laughs> walk off a long beach? Why don't you get on a boat <laughs> that has the name after a queen? Marry me. <laughs> I'm getting married. <laughs> and that brings us to our goodbyes. Thank no. you to everyone who sent in answers. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you made an entire episode. Thank you so yeah, much for we would for have replying. We would have had just 30 minutes of us talking about nonsense without you people. So yeah, thank you for doing that. We appreciate it for yep. helping us out. And that's been yet another episode of LA Meekly, cutting you off in traffic since 2013. That was us. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. Don't confront me on this <laughs> because I will throw my poo bucket on you. That's right. It was poo we were talking about. Hard poo. It wasn't that hard. The hard, problem was hard poo to us all. <laughs>